everyone to the 23rd episode of the Empowerment Minutes podcast. This is Maureen Quende, your podcast host, learning leader, researcher, speaker, leadership coach, and consultant. I am so excited to have Mikkel Haas on the show today, and um, it's another week, and I'm really excited that we're doing this again today. And I want to thank you again, all our listeners, you we're, we're actually having this show just because of you. So we're really grateful for uh, you listening in every single week. So thank you so much. So I would like to welcome Mikael once again. You are most welcome. Uh, Mikael is an educator transitioning to into instructional design. And so, hi, Mikael. Our listeners can't wait to get to know you and connect with you. So could you tell us about yourself and uh, how you became interested in the field of learning and development? Hi, yeah. Uh, I, I really started to be interested in education um, around high school, and I got my bachelor's degree in music education. Uh, so it's really been you know, quite a while. I've always been kind of into education. Um, mm-hmm. so right now I'm teaching second grade through 12th grade music and band mm-hmm. in rural Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually my fifth year in this district and sixth year teaching overall. Wow. So the... Um, yeah, yeah. So I really became interested in learning and development when I had a chance to kind of read what the field does. Um, so as an educator, the next step, you know, generally in your career is to get a master's degree uh, to increase your salary, increase your professional knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to give you a leg up when you're searching for, you know, larger school positions or districts. Um, mm-hmm. So I was looking for a master's degree program. Um, and the, the options I had, you know, mostly around music education or general education, but not mm-hmm. really uh, a good fit for what I was looking for, for the actual like, designing part. Um, mm-hmm. So I was really lucky I actually stumbled upon uh, Purdue's um, learning design and technology master's mm-hmm. degree program. Okay. And that's kind of how I ended up finding this particular um, career. Wow, that's exciting. Uh, first of all, I have a lot of respect for for educators, for teachers. I mean, like uh, you and I, I just can't. That's just, just a field that I just have, you know, I just I just think there's so much patience. They're just doing so much in this country. I have two small kids and I know how much work the teachers put into them and they're, 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 they're heroes. So I'm just so grateful for you doing that. And uh, and and finding that program also at Purdue, um, it, that should be a great program. I did my master's with uh, George Mason, but you have many of these uh, great programs out there, and uh, it was great to hear how you found, you know, um, the program instructional design and and the way the way you went around it. So that's great. Thank you so much for um, sharing with us. So when we think of education, we think of, you know, traditional lectures due to COVID, you know, most colleges who transitioned to teaching online are now back on campus. You know, I'm, I'm doing, you know, taking my last class in my PhD program and uh, we're also back on campus. So I'm just curious if that's the case for you. Are you still, you know, working online or are you back on campus as well? Yeah, we're, we're uh, back on campus for right now. You know, that could all change depending on what happens with the Delta variant. We've been very lucky in our community that there hasn't been a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, it was distance learning for half the year. And as band teachers, it was tough uh, to do for sure. I did a lot of online lessons, individual lessons. 
Yeah. Um, it was nice, you know, to have more one-on-one time with the kids, but it's definitely yeah. nice to be back on in person. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how it goes with the um, Delta variant. So we just played by the ear right now, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. You know, that's wonderful. So in a previous episode, one of our guests, her name is Dahlia Abbas. She shared her journey, how she transitioned from teaching to instructional design. An amazing journey she shared with us. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to encourage anyone who's listening out there. It's a great episode. Uh, you can go check it out. And um, if anyone has not yet listened to it, uh, just check it out on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. And, uh, yeah, so I know it's interesting, and uh, it takes a while to make that journey. So, Mikhail, tell us about your journey. You haven't yet transitioned, and and so please share with us why you want to transition. I think we, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but if you have anything else to add, that would be great. I mean, what do you like about that field, right? What are some of the yeah. interests that you have? Sure. Um. So I, I really like to focus on the, the development and the designing of the um, learning, especially mm -hmm. like uh, e-learning. I had a lot of fun doing that, you know, yeah. the last year and a half <laughs> with all the COVID stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that that really helped me kind of figure out what direction I wanted to go, just having mm -hmm. that opportunity to try it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, just the variety available in the projects, you know, the steps before, during, and after the projects. So just really keep me mm -hmm. on my toes. I like to have a challenge. So yeah. This would be a good fit for me. Yeah. Yeah. That you're, you're totally right. I mean, in our field, you have, you wear so many hats, you're a project manager, you're a designer, you're, you're, you might, you might, your role might even include, you know, doing some work in a learning management system. It could be this and that. It has so many moving parts. And so for someone who likes a challenge, who likes variety, who likes not just doing the one thing, I would say, yeah, you, you're definitely, you know, you're, you're in the right place because this is, this, is the, this is a place where things are ever changing. So even when it comes to e-learning, even if it's, that's your interest, right? There's just so many tools, so many other things that you want to consider, even engagement, even gamification. There are so many different options that, um, that you have to, you know, um, be able to manage them all at the same time. And it's exciting. So, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> that's, that's great. And, and, you know, this is wonderful. So can you share your process uh, so far? Um, I know you are taking the program. Are you also part of any communities or, you know, where you're getting some practice? Because practice is key, right? Um, you know, getting some, getting your hands wet, so to speak. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Practice is progress, right? Um, so, like I said, I'm part of Purdue's master's degree. Uh, I'm, I'm doing it online. That was part of why I chose them, as they had a really rigorous program that was online, um, so I could still continue to teach, because it's kind of expensive, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But it's been amazing. So, I mean, the, the program like I said, is challenging. I learned a lot about the design models. Mm -hmm. um, I had a really great review opportunity about the learning theories that I had I had learned prior with my undergrad, but I really dug in with the, the master's degree. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of it in the beginning was just watching videos on YouTube mm -hmm. from you know, people that are in the field. So especially um, Devlin Peck and Kathy Moore, I watched a lot of their videos. Yeah, they're great. I watched a lot great. of tutorials. Yeah, they, I loved them. 
a lot of really great information. So I, like, I highly recommend, you know, listeners checking out their videos and recorded conventions. It was a great help for me. Um, I took a lot of time in the beginning of the summer and made an online portfolio for myself. So I'm, I'm halfway through my degree. I'll be graduating from Purdue next summer. That's um, and that's always a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, the biggest area of growth that's great. Um, I've had is like using the design models and using articulate. That was a slow start, but I've gotten a lot better at articulate. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I think you just, you're just doing it right because you know, you you're interested in the, in the field, you know, um, the particular areas that you're interested in, especially e-learning, and then you're in the program, you know, due to graduate next summer. And you also, um, kind of immerse yourself in really practicing getting the work done and being part of a great community and learning from those who are, you've seen them do it before and and you know uh, working on your portfolio that's amazing i don't see anything else that i would say you should add to that list you're you're well on your way and uh, you're really building a, a great foundation you know and so if anyone who's listening on this call and, and thinking okay well I'm still thinking about it. You know, Mikael has shared with us his process and his journey and, uh, you know, um, the progress so far and which is impressive. So you might want to think about it and, and you might want to consider these steps as well. So that's great. So do you have any other tips that you can share with anyone who's con contemplating to make this journey? Is there, are there some things that you thought, okay, maybe I should not have done this. Maybe I could have done it this other way. Maybe those kind of thoughts. Yeah, um, I think the, the two biggest thing is just think about what you like about education. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if you're a teacher, if you're an educator like me, and you're thinking about leaving, I know people talk about this a lot, but the teacher guilt is, is real. Uh, but don't let it stop you. If this, you know, if this is a clear path, you know you want. Mm -hmm. So I don't, you know, we're expected to, you know, sacrifice our health, our family time, our money for the students. Um, which is kind of unique for our, that profession. But, you know, if this is the, the way you want to go, don't let that guilt of you leaving stop you because, you know, the kids will be fine. They'll find another teacher. They'll be sad for a little bit. But if this is what you need to do to, you know, it's just the best move for you and your family, you got you to make it. Wow, that's powerful. I mean, it's just about leaving your dream, your passion, right? You, it, it's okay to be in one career at one point and it's okay to make a change right um so living your dreams living you fulfilled make you happier and so that's going to make you be the best or better version of yourself once you're at that point when you can feel that it's time to make that change so that's a great advice that's a great advice thank you you know one thing i i i cannot do without is a village you know i, I belong to many groups attend many networking events, connecting, you know, uh, with peers, learning from each other. You know, it's a journey that you cannot go alone. And I also encourage anyone out there, you know, just, just don't keep it a secret, right? Network, connect with other people as much as possible, get a lot of practice because once you practice, that's how you get to actually, you know, be able to apply those skills and, and show your work because people want to see what you can do before they can hire you. So um, those are the things I would add. And uh, 
and uh, you know Michael's doing the great things. So I, I'm not gonna even ask you anything else about groups because you already shared with us who you're following and then you already have a great community. So thank you so much. If anyone you know is in this journey um, and they would like to connect with you, how can they find you? Yeah, the best place would be LinkedIn. Um, just pop my name in there and you know, feel free to connect with me. Okay, that's great. Okay, that's wonderful. And I would also, our podcast has like show notes. And so it's also going to be on the show notes in case anyone missed it. When you look at the notes, they'll see it on there and they'll be able to find you. And, you know, who knows who would like to connect with you. Some people really love to, even employers like to connect with people who are fresh out of college or who are almost at the end of their program. So um, there's, there's a lot of possibility here, even someone who's listening in and who, you know, would like to make that connection. That's great too. You know where to find him. So I would like to thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're quite busy, <laughs> but making the yeah. time to feel, you know, come on the show is really, really, really appreciated. Thank you so much. Thank you so no much. Problem. No worries. So, you know, we're, we've come to the end of, you know, the podcast today, but we always wrap up the show with our signature question what does empowerment mean to you? So if the person on this show was a learning leader or a consultant or a leadership, you know, um, expert, or, you know, you would share what it means to you. So as an instructional designer, or, you know, someone who's aspiring to be in that set, what do you, uh, what does empowerment mean to you? Yeah, I like that question. Um, I've never been asked it before. So empowerment for me, I mean, it really comes down to being given the means to develop myself professionally and being, being treated like a professional too, you know, with the knowledge and experience I have, you know, the choices I make and um, the suggestions I make can be based on all that information I have. So it's being treated like a professional is really key. That's great. And, and what you shared before, right? What you shared before that, you know, being able to live your dreams, you know, right now, making that decision to transition to this it's it's really empowering and anyone out there who's listening in that's something that they can hold on to and you know make that decision if they want to so thank you so much for coming on the show and, and i know you've shared so much with us today and we really appreciate you being here thank you so much and i would like to wish you the best in your id journey or in your personal and professional journey whatsoever your interests are I just wish you the very best and uh, best of luck to you. Now, to our listeners out there, it's been great. I know you've had a great time. I have. And I would like to thank you so much for tuning in. And I look forward to you being on the next one. Have a great day. Bye.